Cycle Nation Podcast, Episode 2, recorded January 2nd, 2009. Welcome to the First Motorcycle Nation Podcast of 2009. Episode 2 overall. In today's episode, we're going to have some industry news. I'm going to provide you with some recalls that I've been made aware of, and I'll give you a quick review of my latest gear acquisition, the Cortex Energy Heated Gloves. So sit back and enjoy. To start out, I was listening to some geek podcasts today to better prepare me to make the show better. I heard a gentleman say something that caught my attention, and I find it fitting enough for me to include here, today, and beyond. This is not an expert podcast. This is a community podcast. What I mean by a community podcast is that I do not profess to be an expert and have all the answers. I am providing a place where we can all learn from each other. I will be providing some opinions along the way, but as a community, I'm expecting each of you to provide your knowledge and opinions as well. We can all learn from each other. For now, we'll have to share info through the comments section on the blog at mcnationpodcast.podbean.com. And later on, I hope that we can work into a live recording situation where we could share our thoughts over the phone or in the chat room at Ustream.tv. We need the community to grow, and I ask you to invite your friends to the blog and the podcast. The podcast can be picked up in different ways, from the blog post, or it can be picked up at iTunes. Heading on to news. Motorcycle sales continue to face challenges, and dealers and manufacturers are trying to come up with purchase incentives. Harley is now offering special trade-in deals on recently or new purchases of Sportsters. Harley-Davidson will provide full MSRP trade-in value on any of these Sportsters traded in on a Big Twin or V-Rod from December 26th through March the 3rd. I remember the same program being offered in the mid-80s during a similar economic situation. This program comes directly from the factory and shows the current state of the market. Remember in episode one, I mentioned that Milwaukee Harley-Davidson was offering Harley stock for the purchase of certain high-end models. At the time, depending on your purchase, you could receive up to 1,000 shares of Harley stock, which were trading at close to $17 per share at the time. I would say that they're getting pretty hungry for sales. The sales slump was not only affecting domestic motorcycle sales. The Japanese Automobile Manufacturers Association reports total 2008 motorcycle demand in Japan at 570,000 units which is a 21% decline from 2007 demand. All motorcycle categories are affected except for those units under 125cc displacement. 2009 demand is expected to be 498,000 units, an additional 12.6% drop. Let's hope that this world economy turns quickly and people start buying again. I'm unsure how some of the manufacturers will survive if we continue into the summer of 2009. In a related story... The Eagle Idaho Police Department has decided to test electric scooters in an effort to be more green and as a cost saving over cars. The department recently took possession of one unit and the mayor has also received one. The decision was based on the fact that the unit uses no oil or gas and therefore puts out no emissions. It has a 62 mile per hour top speed and can be recharged in two and a half hours using a standard 110-220 volt outlet. The drawback that I see is that it only has a range of 35 to 55 miles per charge, which limits what the scooter can actually be used for. On to other news, the Ride to Work Day for 2009 has been moved 
to June 15, 2009. If you want more info, visit ridetowork.org. The Texas Department of Transportation has launched a new website that allows motorcyclists to notify department officials of a road hazard. Click on Safety, Traffic Safety Tips, and then Motorcycles. Here in Indiana, we also have basically the same program. It is called roadhazard.org and is for the use of Indiana, Ohio, and Illinois motorcyclists. I have personally used this service several times, and it works. What happens here is that you report the hazard via the website. A letter is sent from a lawyer to a responsible state or local entity describing the hazard and urging the prompt repair of the hazard, and then the problem is fixed. From the date that I reported the hazard, it has never taken more than seven days from report date before the problem is fixed. If you are hearing this in another state and you would like for your state to start a similar program, Please contact me via email or the comments on the blog. I will put you in touch with the people that can steer you in the right direction to get this accomplished. My email address is harleymac1 at gmail.com. Finally, out of the news, we look at a rights issue in Canada. Private Members Bill 117 has been introduced, which is an attempt to amend the Ontario Highway Traffic Act to make it illegal for anyone to operate a motorcycle with a passenger under 14 years of age. If you would like more info, go to motorcycling.ca. We need to keep all government mandates out of our sport as they are too deep in our business already. The Canada Safety Council, a charitable organization that promotes safety in all aspects of life and is one sponsor of motorcycle riding training in Canada, says that the ban is unwarranted and is fighting the attempt. If you're interested in protecting your rights here in the U.S., you can support many different programs. On the federal level, one of my favorites is the Motorcycle Riders Foundation. You can find out more info and join at mrf.org. On the state level, there are many ABATE, which stands for American Bikers Aimed Towards Education, and other areas of the nation. It stands for American Bikers Against Totalitarian Enactments. There are CBAs, which is Concerned Biker Associations. CMAs, Concerned Motorcycle Associations, and many other groups that fight for your rights as a motorcyclist. Many of the names have biker in it, but make no mistake, they're not for Harley riders only. We need to join together as a group and be the motorcycle nation and fight against these intrusions upon our rights. If you live here in Indiana, you can call 800-23-ABATE or go to abateonline.org to join. I want to pass on some recall information that I've been notified of. Uh, there's quite a few. This is going to take a few minutes, but very important. Hopefully, uh, if some of you haven't heard about these and you are riding one of these motorcycles, glad to pass along this information to you. First recall are 2008 models of Kawasaki ZG1400, uh, different models such as the A8F, the A8FL, the B8F, and the B8FL. 4,628 units are being recalled because trapped road debris can get trapped and restrict movement of the pedal, the brake pedal. This may prevent full release of the pedal resulting in overheating and possible brake failure. The NHTSA recall number is 08V as in Victor, 623-000. If you own one of these motorcycles, for more information, you can call Kawasaki at 866 802 9381.
The next recall that we have are 2008-2009 models of Triumph Thruxtons. 87 units are being recalled because the front brake caliper mounting bolts may be too short, reducing thread engagement. This may cause the caliper to become loose or separated, resulting in reduced brake effectiveness or a crash. This recall began on December 12th. NHTSA number NHTSA, by the way, is the National Highway Transportation Safety Association. NHTSA recall number 08V624000. You can call Triumph at 678-539-8782 for more information. Recall number three are for 2009 models of the Harley-Davidson FXDB, FXDC, FXDF, and FXDL. 349 units are being recalled for a possible weld problem in the fuel tank vent tube assembly, which would allow fuel leakage and possible fire. Recall start date, December 8th. NHTSA recall 08-V-Victor-625-000. Harley-Davidson can be contacted at 414-343-4056. 2007-2008 Ducati 1098, 1098 Tricolor, 1098S, 2008-2009, 1098R, and 848. This could result in damage to voltage regulator and battery discharge. Recall start date, December 24th. NHTSA recall, 08-V-Victor-638-000. Ducati's own recall number is RCL-08-005, and they can be reached at 800-231-6696. Harley-Davidson 2009 FXD, FXDB. FXDC, FXDF, FXDL. 3,285 units being recalled for a defective side stand weld that possibly could not allow the side stand to retract fully, resulting in a possible crash. NHTSA recall 08V Victor 659000. Again, Harley Davidson's phone number 414 342 4680. And finally, 2008 Triumph Rocket 3 Touring, 8 units being recalled for a possible missing weld on the pannier rail. The rail may be weakened, leading to a full fracture of rail and possible loss of pannier and rail from the motorcycle, increasing the crash risk. Okay, I have to admit, I had to look up what a pannier was. That is the saddlebag. So, the saddlebag rails may be weak and uh, possibly be falling off the motorcycle. Um, according to the NHTSA website, the recall says that all motorcycles have been fixed at this point, so this may be a non-issue. The NHTSA recall number was 08V as in Victor, 686-000. And that's it for recalls. Now on to the gear review. My most recent motorcycle-related purchase was a pair of heated gloves from Tourmaster. Synergy series of heated riding gear caught my eye at one of my favorite shops in Indianapolis, Cycle Outfitters. At the time, I had Witter gloves, and I decided to make the move to Cortec, as there were many desirable features that I noticed as I started looking at these gloves. The gloves were very sturdy built, and they feature a Clarino palm panel that resists grip wear. 
One of the biggest pluses, in my opinion, is the adjustable gauntlet cuff. On the winter gloves that I owned prior, the gauntlet was so tight around the textile jacket over the sleeve of my textile jacket that I had trouble with dexterity and keeping it on. The Synergy glove has a large Velcro flap that can be adjusted to fit over the sleeve of any jacket that you're wearing. Also, on the hookups of the Synergy gloves, there's a cord coming out of the glove to be hooked up to the cord coming out of your sleeve. This is not so on the winter gloves as the sleeve cord came out of the end of your jacket, had to go down inside the gauntlet and hook into two prongs, a two-prong hookup on the inside of the gauntlet. This proved to be uncomfortable and quite difficult at times to get all hooked up. In a protection area, Tourmaster has built in rain protection with a grain guard waterproof barrier. I've been caught in the rain on a couple of occasions wearing these gloves and I've had no moisture reach my hands, which totally thrilled me. The glove itself uses carbon fiber heating elements in the glove to provide warmth. I've ridden in 10 degree Fahrenheit wind chills and have never had the glove on any higher than medium heat. The thermostat has three easy to use heat settings and fits neatly into a pocket on the back of the right wrist. The large buttons are easy to use with the gloves on. The only complaint that I have in the warmth area of the gloves is that the thumb seems to have been neglected. With the thumb wrapped around the grip and getting direct wind, just as the fingers do, I have found that my thumb freezes. It's much more comfortable on the fingers. To finish off, the gloves construction provides great dexterity. Many cold weather gloves limit movement and the ability to pick up or push on certain items due to the amount of insulating material included in the glove. The Synergy gloves are top-notch in this area, so as compared to Witter, I give the Synergy glove the big thumbs up. Even with a few shortcomings noted, I still recommend that you check them out. Tourmaster also offers a vest, jacket liner, and chaps in a Synergy heated line. If you're in the Indy area, visit Cycle Outfitters at the corner of Epler and Madison in Indianapolis. You can call them at 317-783-2901 and tell Rick Chupp, the owner, that Bullet sent you. In closing, thanks for downloading us today, and we'll see you soon. Don't forget to check out the blog for new posts and new podcasts at mcnationpodcast.podbean.com. Or do the easy thing and sign up for the RSS feeds and down the right column on a blog so it should be notified when something new is posted. Until next time, ride safe from Steve and MC Nation.